Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is The Trek-In, a weekly-ish podcast talking all things Star Trek. This week we're discussing Star Trek Picard Season 2, Episode 1, The Stargazer. So let's get into it with the recap. Starfleet must once again call on the legendary Jean-Luc Picard after members of his former crew discover an anomaly in space that threatens the galaxy. Now, I, I, I find it hard because obviously this we, we, this happens every single time we're talking with like a season one opener where the show is so dynamically different. It's a setup for a whole different story, right? So we don't know what we're going with. We're on the we're on the downswing of Discovery. We're on the upswing of Picard. Yes, there is a there is a hope with this like i enjoyed the first episode of picard a lot it was a little slow with some of its you know i had some nitpicking stuff with like why is picard's childhood like the what dressed in 1930s you know 20th century earth clothing you know it's, I, but there's also an homage there i felt like it when i upon second viewing it didn't bother me as much because i almost saw that garden you know um what do they call that you know a greenhouse garden kind of observation study as an homage to hg wells like from the movie the time machine and maybe that was the point is that that they're trying to do a little bit of homage to hg wells because there was the the attire the wardrobe that room just very much vibed hg wells the time machine so i was like all right well that works i'm not i'm not complaining about that anymore so if it was intentional, then great. If it was just that we just want to make it seem old, then you're boring and get better ideas. I mean, canonically, it kind of works because like in flashbacks or in like memories that Picard had, like in the next gen, like his dad and his mom were always like kind of weirdly dressed. Like they were like they fell out of like the Victorian era. Maybe that was just their family thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I remember in, in Generations, which I try not to use as canon too much because other than the score, that movie just annoys me. Um, but yeah, when he flashed the Nexus, everyone looked like they were in a Charles Dickens film. So that's just the Picard family, I guess. Um, I thought it was really cool that the speech that Picard was giving was shot in the Disney Music Hall. I'm like, I know that place. Yeah, I was just glad it wasn't the Anaheim Convention Center. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, this was this was a full on this was full on look it looked very futuristic and beautiful and like the Disney Hall was great for that. This really felt correct me if you don't feel the same. This to me felt like a huge reset on last season. Like everyone is in a different place. Um they're all doing the things that maybe we thought they should have been doing at the beginning of the last season. Like Picard is the Chancellor of the Academy and like Rafi and Elnor are, you know, actually in Starfleet. Which, by the way, I did not see Elnor joining Starfleet. Neither did I. That was, that was, and he did it within a year. I was like, when, how long has it been? But apparently it's been just a year. Like a year and a half? A year and a half, something like that. Well, um, what's her name? The android girl. She said for the last year since they lifted the ban of, on synthetics, so. Yeah, I, th- I, I think I got, I think I got the year and a half from Laris's line about, her husband dying, which didn't happen in season one. No, it was off camera. They killed him off camera so that she could be the love interest. Yeah. Ha- hashtag justice for Javon. <laughs> I felt bad with how she was watching Picard, you know, like fly away again. I was like, oh, there he goes. There he goes. Goodbye. So much sadness in her eyes. 
off to suit up in his space pajamas and save the universe again. Yep, because that's that's what he does. He's like, all right, I'll take anything to go and not deal with this relationship crap. But it is really great to see him in uniform. Like when he was giving that speech and he was wearing like an actual command uniform, I was like, ah, yes. Yeah, that's 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 this definitely feels different. Also, in general, like the way that they they designed the Stargazer feels like Star Trek. I mean, just the visual thing, the uniforms, the consoles, the corridors, like everything just feels Star Trek on, on brand to me. So that was that was a great feeling. I will say the Stargazer is confusing to me because why did they change the registry number and why doesn't it have an A? I don't know why they didn't change the re- why they changed the registry number. I'm assuming it's like they didn't want it, especially since they already acknowledged it even within the show itself that it, in the background in one of the shots was the Stargazer original registry number. So I don't know why they didn't just give it an A. I guess the same way that the Defiance in ds9 and the defiant constitution class ships have different registration numbers they use the same name but it's they consider it a different ship the enterprise is a special thing so you can be the excelsior but you may not be the excelsior a you just may be the excelsior blah 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 you know like whatever that number is but the excelsior's code is is 2000 so i don't know if they had a shot of raffi's ship of raffi's excelsior so we could see the the code but there may not be an a on that one either interesting enterprise is special they're like no the ship is so unique that we're going to keep that code going what was what was the line that uh picard said on the ship these refits keep getting older but they look younger and younger Mm -hmm. i thought that was kind of funny yeah that was cute and that one what was it with the doctor's comment you you look positively positronic (laughs) something like yeah which I guess they just decided to clear her of her murder charges. Yeah, just no problem. Just cleared of murder because of alien influence, even though it really wasn't. Was it alien influence? Was it like a mind meld where she was forced to or she's just having PTSD? It was the the scary vision of like the robots from the future. Just yeah, no, everything. I get that. But like what 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 triggered her to murder was like fear and insanity. Was it like being told what to do like, i just don't remember it was whatever i just feel like there's at least manslaughter charges to be dealt with there hand wave it away we don't need to think about it that was last season yeah exactly so there it's a complete reset reboot whatever i'm here for it i like where we're starting so i'm not going to complain too much the things i'm going to complain about are like why is there a cigar on the bridge <laughs> you know <laughs> um, oh my god thank you thank you thank you that is also in my notes i was going to ask how you felt about it i assumed it was the same what the fuck what the, like is it is it a holographic one you know it's real we saw him like ready to light it with like a real lighter like okay like is it because he's just the captain also like the chair next to him that like um that she just sits in casually like who normally sits in that chair you don't go on to the enterprise d bridge and just sit where Riker and deanna sit do you like no everyone everyone has seats and sits in those seats for reasons about the cigar, it it reminded me of the immortal words of Will Smith. It's for the look. I don't light it. Yeah. From his from his hit song, Getting Jiggy With It. Yeah. Okay. Nah, 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 nah. I'm probably going to cut this part out. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I, I was like, okay, sure, why not? 
he's the captain, I guess. I feel like no smoking in bars has been a thing for a while, but apparently we're allowing smoking on bridges now. It's fine. Cute Bajoran comms officer, though. Completely cute Bajoran comms officer. Completely. I agree with you completely. I want an entire show dedicated to her story. Uh, Star Trek Sing. So, okay, so when they they when the ship exploded and Q just is sent people to this aware, aware to the timeline, did he just pick and choose people? Because Rafi wasn't on the Stargazer. Yeah, he just, he probably just picked and choose. Yeah, so it's, or is it everyone who is on the Stargazer and who got blown up? It's probably just going to be main characters. Only. Yeah, because then, then Sing somewhere like, what the fuck? I'm hoping that she makes it out, but I don't expect to see her until like the last episode of the season. Yeah, where we're like back on that situation exactly again. Which, do you think the flash forward at the beginning of the episode was unnecessary? Because I kind of It did. was, it was. It didn't, because it, it, all it did was like, get us like, oh my god, this action, action, action. It was just gratuitous. Just so we can get into the action. Because the rest of the, it, it, it could have played out exactly the same way and without it, and it would have been fine. I don't think it, we would have missed anything. To Alex Kurtzman and the people that make this show, you guys got Patrick Stewart. We're already engaged here. <laughs> nice we don't. We don't. <laughs> thank you. We don't need that hook. We're we're in for it. We're there. Just, we're there. Just you don't need to like action us out. Like we just just go for it and tell the fucking story properly, please. Um, also, they listened to the reactions from the last season finale. The 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 fleet of ships. They were different ships. They were a lot of different ships. I, they stole so many ships from STO. I felt like I was so happy to see the rep, the STO design influence and representation there. So many ships from Star Trek Online were there. Um, it made me very happy that some of those ships are now canonized. The designer went on to Instagram, and he's like, I'm just so happy that some of my ship designs are now canon from this little video game that I worked on, you know? And they're great because some of them are great designs. Like, I want more of them. Whoopi Goldberg did not skip a fucking beat. Nope, still Guinan. Still Guinan. I love that. I love her. Watching her do that role is a treat. I, and I'm, we're, I know we're going to see her again because we're probably going to go visit her in the past or, you know, in this alternate timeline version of it. So, yeah, it seems like, because in the, in the preview for the rest of the season, it was like, seek out the watcher. And I'm like, sounds like Guinan. Maybe, yeah, or Stanley. We'll see. Um, her bar, though, being at Ten Forward Avenue, kind of on the nose, a little on the but, nose. But I, I did enjoy the reference to it. They're they're doing a, a pop up of the actual set. I was gonna ask if you if you had gotten tickets for it. Yeah, I'm taking uh, I'm taking uh, I'm taking Jasmine actually. <laughs> she doesn't even like Star Trek. No, she doesn't. But she's gonna look good in the pictures. All right, we'll have fun with Jasmine. Uh, yeah, no, it was great seeing Guinan again, though, and that it was a really good scene with her and Picard. I really, and I'm you know rationalizing her aging. I thought that was I love that both characters are just like rationalizing their aging through like self choice because they're both immortal characters. Q and Guinan both are just like, oh, okay, you're old now, so I'm just gonna make you feel better. You know, she's talking about humanity, and Q's talking about Picard. So, all right, that's a way to rationalize it. His de-aging literally lasted three seconds. Yeah, which that is totally how I expected it to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And it makes sense. He looked great for that one frame we got him. He did. He did very much so. Everything old is Q again. 
the vineyard scene really just made me want to like get more wine. I, I ordered the Star Trek wines are actually really fucking good. If you've ever had them, I ordered the Canar, two bottles of Canar from them. Um, nice. Cause I really wanted those bottles <laughs> and the, the wine was really fucking good. Very silky. So the, I, I had some Chateau Picard at my friend's house cause he ordered some of the Chateau Picard stuff and it was really good too. So I kind of want that next. So Great with the product placement. It made me want the a damn box of Chateau Picard. How how did you like them literally like beaming the grapes off the vine and beaming the uh, the labels onto the bottles? I, I mean, it's if you can do it that way, then do it that way. It's if it works, it's it means that like Picard could literally do this with like three people. It's mostly automated, I assume. So what is the deal with the Borg? I don't know, but I felt like the ship just really wanted a big hug. Did you see when I like came up? It was like I just it just opened up. Almost looked like the Romulan scimitar from Nemesis kind of vibe, but it did. I still I had that same kind of like very abstract design. Mm-hmm. My and then we got the Doc Ock Borg Queen, um, whose face is mysteriously covered for a reason that I'm sure will be revealed, mm-hmm. and sounded like Picard's mom's voice. So like there's this shit going on over here. It better not be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, that's where it was at. My theory is that the Borg, for whatever reason, this version of the Borg, whatever alternate version is here, and they're called Legion. I had my closed captioning on. I was going to ask. I noticed that, and you usually don't have your closed captions on, so. Yeah, but so this time I had it on, and I noticed they were called Legion. It's like, okay, so we're automatically calling them something different than the Borg. All right, spoiler alert. Um... And she was stunning them. Yeah, she was stunning them. I think that this was a sincere, like, we want to talk, but we, we want to talk on this level. So just, but we're going to, we're going to use force to get you guys to calm down. And then, I mean, like the captain was screaming, everyone stopped firing and no one stopped firing. So like, there was never really a chance for her to have a conversation and explain. So I think Q basically like once Picard blew himself up, um mostly because the sevens you know uh insistence it, it really became like okay uh you fucked up royally let's tapestry this shit yeah we're gonna tapestry this shit and uh you need to learn a lesson that's why you said it's a penance it's not like this is not a lesson it's a penance like you fucked up so now you have to learn what what this kind of you know savagery is about you this this, if this is how you're going to behave all the time this is this is what your society is and that's why we went back in time and made it about humans being savages again so i think that's how it all seems to make sense is that picard had an opportunity to make peace with this version of the borg and he failed and q was like nope we're gonna try this again we're gonna try this again but why the weird alternate universe? Why changing something? In because like- it's Q, and because, I don't know, I mean, other than the fact that Star Trek has literally done, my issue with this, my only issue going forward with this is that we've done this before. Like, we have done this before. I think even even if you can say this is so much all good things to a certain extent, you know, we, we, or we've done this with Star Trek Voyager going to LA in the past. Like, we've done this kind of things before in Star Trek, so it's kind of unoriginal, but I'm hoping that we find a way to make it interesting at the very least so we've never done it for a season <sighs> we'll see uh, listen it's a it's a good start i'm largely positive on it i like time travel and we- weird alternate universe things i know you do too and we love the cast 
I do love the cast. I love the characters. Though I would like Seven of Nine to just reference her history on Voyager or Janeway or give a shit about anyone. Like, why is she like so? She does seem super estranged. Completely, as if like she none of those people mattered her at all anymore. And this is only like fifteen years later. Yeah, it's so I don't know. Like I feel like she should have a conversation or reference. So I expect there were two points in the episode, and I don't remember what they were now, but like where just a mention of like being in the Delta Quadrant with Janeway would have just been able to be would have been able to come out, and there was none of it, none of it. Um, I I just want some acknowledgement that her history mattered. You know, you want that. You want that sweet, sweet continuity. Exactly, I love that sweet continuity. Even though that uh, Kurtzman does not like the sweet continuity, he is very much against it. Um, but I do like the characters. I like all the characters. I'm interested in in what this is going on. You have me. You're on the. I'm on the hook. So, I I think that season two and season three might be a single story. That is my also my theory that I think. It's not going to end the way the first season ended and then we'll start again. I think this is a single story from here on out. I hope not, because as much as I would like as much as I like the concept of like doing this kind of like alternate universe season, I don't want to stretch that in two seasons. I hope that like thematically maybe they tie in together, but I don't want this plot to be the next twenty episodes of Star Trek. Well, they're they're film they filmed them back to the back, right? So that's what it makes me feel like they're pulling a Matrix Reloaded Matrix Revolutions on us here. I just hope that they had the ending of this season planned before they started shooting it. Oh, I hope so too. I hope they that that we do not have the same kind of weird bullshit. You don't want a metal a metal tentacle monster Deus Ex Machina. No, I do not want like a Lovecraftian randomness coming in. That's like. Shumagorath, you know, like hanging out. Like, no, that's not why I'm here for Star Trek, please. Instead, we've got Doc Ock, Borg Queen. <sighs> they do love their tentacles. It's like, we get it, you like hentai. Enough. But I, I, I am here, I, I like the show. I mean, like, all the other notes I have is, is like, Seven's angry, you know. Um, <laughs> big surprise there. Uh, also, Picard's jacket uniform in the totalitarian universe looks exactly like cons from into darkness um but i did like the uniform that he was wearing in the portrait the lost era tos movie uniform but gray yeah no it, that i do enjoy i want that i want that like i'm gonna try to find someone to make that in, a, in like six months when it's available i want that <laughs> um also, I guess this is going to be the season where we find out why Picard doesn't have a heart. We're praying it probably his, because of his family. and It just seems like he came from a, like kind of an abusive home. Yeah, a broken, a broken home. Because the only person we've ever seen him love other than Beverly, and he failed that relationship with Beverly, was Vosh. I mean, come on. Vosh. That's his greatest romance? Vosh? <laughs> like, dude, Picard, like you got to get your shit together. Talk about emotionally unavailable. Yeah, and then she dumped him to go gallivanting with Q. Mm-hmm. Q got Picard sloppy seconds. All right, so follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Trek In Pod, and feel free to send us any questions, concerns, comments, complaints at the Trek In Pod at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. Thank you for listening, and we will trek in with you next week.
Hailing the frequencies closed. Good night. <laughs>